Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The information on this podcast is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content is for general information purposes only. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. Well, she's back. The owner of Bear Beauty Med Spa and Skincare, Stacy Matuzak, is here. Yes. Yes. Hi. And we had her on the podcast earlier this year in January. We were talking about Botox and fillers and eyebrows and facials and all that fun stuff. But right now we're going to talk a little bit more about skincare mm-hmm. and some of the ingredients you should look for when it comes to taking care of your skin. We're also going to answer a few of your questions. A lot of you reached out on Facebook. Thank you so much. So many questions, Stacey, people have when it comes to skin, but it makes sense because it's your face. It's your one face that everybody's going to see. So you probably deal with that a lot, that people come in with a lot of questions. Yes, I do. Well, let's talk about some of these products that we're using on our face. What are some of the ingredients that we should look for when it comes to skincare? I mean, you talked about it earlier before we started recording, that sometimes there was this time where people were talking about vitamin C and then they were talking about retinol. What is it now? Mm -hmm. Well, there's always a new hot ingredient or product on the market, and right now it's hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic acid is what our body produces to keep it looking young and volumized and have plumpness to the skin. When we're young, youthful, there's a lot of firmness and plumpness to the skin. So applying topical hyaluronic acid can help create more volume in the skin, more hydration in the skin. And so therefore it is an anti-aging product in helping create more volume, which shows less wrinkles, more elasticity in the skin, more of a tightening and lifting effect. And in fact, hyaluronic acid is used in a lot of injectable fillers, which people will use to create more fullness in their cheeks, in their lips, in their under eyes, in their chin area, wherever we've lost fullness as we age. Now, is this something that people would use in like a cleanser or is it something that they would apply? It can be found in the lotions. Where do you find the I find the best product form is in a serum because serums generally, if they are water soluble, the molecule is small enough that it can actually absorb into the skin. If it's in a cream form, the molecule is too large. It can't actually penetrate the top layer of the skin and go deeper where we where it's going to have its most benefits. Which makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. And then what about when the seasons change? Because we're kind of dealing with that right now in Wisconsin, especially, where yes. it's a little damp, it's been raining a couple days, and yep. now it's going to start to get cold. Do and you dry. recommend? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And then difference in July where it's humid and it, there's exactly. so much moisture. I tell all my clients, we need to you need to look at changing your products as the weather changes. Really? Yes. So four times a year here? Well, I'd say more like twice a year. Okay. So when we start to go into our fall and winter months, it's going to become more dry, cold, wind, um, all very harsh on the skin. 
Um, that is also why we see a lot of rosacea patients in yeah. our climate because of the cold and the wind and going from change in temperature. We can go outside to extreme cold and then into our cars and blast the heat so that these are all things we need to think about when we're looking at our skincare. So it does. It goes that extreme mm-hmm. when we go from building to car. Absolutely. Yes, it does. And there's so many things we could talk about in just that one topic. I but bet. We, I, I, honestly. Um, but what I like to tell my clients is make sure that you have a serum that helps hydrate. So keeping water in the skin. Hydrated skin is healthier skin, more youthful looking skin. It won't age as fast. So having a hydrating serum that's going to pull water into the skin when we start going into those dry winter months. Also, maybe going up to the next level in a moisturizer. Let's say you you were using something very light over the summer. You might want to get something that is a little bit heavier as we go into the winter months. It doesn't have to be the heaviest. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's different for everyone. There's, right. Everyone has different skin types. But just going up a step in your moisturizer because it's going to form a barrier is what it's going to do. You're going to put that hydrator on the serum to create more hydration in the skin. And then you're going to put your moisturizer on, which is going to be a barrier. And that's going to protect you from those windy days and that extreme cold where it can really damage the skin. There's actually a formula to it, it sounds like. I mean, and that's kind of why it's important to go to Mm -hmm. see experts like you because you know exactly what type of skin someone has. Mm -hmm. You have the products for it. Mm -hmm. And for people that want their skin to look great, it's worth the investment. And you also offer free consultations, don't you? If someone comes in and says, hey, my skin's a mess. And I feel like that's so common in Wisconsin, specifically because of our weather change. More times than not, I hear women say, especially in winter, My skin's crazy right Mm -hmm. now. It's like dry on your chin, but yet it's oily on your cheeks or your forehead. And you have exactly what people need to to combat that. Yeah. And I see that quite often. At the end of summer, my skin's acting irregular. Like, what's going on? And then I'll see that at the end of winter. It's very common. Summer and winter are the two harshest uh, seasons for our skin. What do you think is the biggest mistake that women make when it comes to their skincare? Two of the biggest ones I can think of off the top of my head is they're using all the wrong products for their skin type. Yeah. You know, maybe they're slightly oily and they're using all these anti-aging products that are very heavy and too hydrating for their skin. So, you know, they, they kind of want to jump around and try different things, but that might not be appropriate for your skin type. And so then it creates another issue that they weren't trying to fix in the beginning. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet it would, especially if it's like not working correctly with your with your skin type. Yeah. And the other one is over exfoliating. Oh. I find that people love to use scrubs. And there's a place for using a granular scrub sure. to exfoliate the top layer of the epidermis. But overusing it can also cause issues. It can break down the protective mantle that our body has to protect the skin. And create dryness, which then in turn tells the body to produce more oil. And now you have an overproduction of oil. It can have this bad after effect if you're overusing it. And like you said, if you're putting all this time, money and energy into something and it's completely doing the opposite effect, 
then you have to make up for that damage. Yeah. This is why it's important to go see Stacy <laughs> and your team. This is exactly why that's important to do. And it's very eye-opening, I feel like, too, once you do finally zero in on what your skin type is, it's like the light bulb goes off. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Now, what about some of these questions that we have on our Facebook page? We said, hey, ask the expert when it comes to fillers, when it comes to... I mean, you offer all kinds of things at your med spa mm-hmm. from lash extensions, like we talked about before in the last podcast to Botox, a lot of the questions that we received is how to combat the bags under your eyes or the darkness. And if you look tired, some women sent in questions. My friend Chrissy, she's had a baby and now she's dealing with melasma. Mm -hmm. And I know I have a little bit of that on my forehead. What do you recommend for things like that? I mean, facials, procedures. Melasma is a skin condition. It can be corrected it can be made to look better, but it can't. There's no cure for melasma. Melasma is a hormonal chemical uh, reaction in the body that causes the melanocytes to go into overproduction and create browns in our skin. And Gotta love hormones, right, yeah, ladies? Gotta yeah, love it's hormones. Very, it's actually nicknamed the pregnancy mask because it's very common to see it after, or during or after pregnancy. The best way I feel in my 20 years of doing this is to do chemical peels to help create more of an even plane on the skin and lighten up the areas that have the dark areas. Can it get darker with sun exposure? I mean, I know it's always important to wear sunscreen. So, yes, um, it does have memory. We can get it to the point where it's not even noticeable. But then if you go out into the sun, let's say... You go on a trip and you go down to Mexico and you're in the sun for the next seven days. Pretty intense sun exposure. It has memory and it will come back if you do not protect it. SPF number one, I suggest using an SPF 50 and you do have to reapply throughout the day. It doesn't How do you do that when you wear makeup long. though? That's my question because I have a moisturizer that, ha- that has SPF in it, but then you have full makeup on and you know, I, I work really early hours and sometimes I'll leave here and then I'll have to go do a television shoot at like one o'clock, two o'clock. Well, I'm not going to have time to go home, wash my face and reapply sunscreen. What do you recommend for that? Mineral powders. Mineral makeup, mineral powders, straight mineral SPF that can just be applied just as if you were putting on your face powder with a brush. Love that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I had no idea they even sold such a product. See, that's why Stacey's here. That's awesome. So I, I call it my triple threat. I think this is the best way to protect yourself from sun damage is vitamin C. And not all vitamin C's are equal. You want to find one that is straight L ascorbic acid. Oh, wait, say that again. A straight what? L-ascorbic acid, true vitamin C. Okay. There are many derivatives of vitamin C in products, and you'll notice a difference in price as well. Yeah, there's always that. Yeah. But so, again, we are talking about if you want your skin you, to look good and feel good. Yep. And if you protect it, then you will stay looking younger longer. Yes. So my triple threat is a vitamin C serum, your SPF 50, and a mineral makeup. And then you're pretty much protected from the full spectrum. And then you can easily reapply that makeup too yeah. mm-hmm. late, later in the day. Yes. We also had some questions about one of my friends, Melissa, her teenage daughter, when it comes to teen acne. Is there a really big difference when it comes to battling things like acne when you're a teenager compared to when you're an adult? When yes. it comes to what you what you should or shouldn't use? I mean, yes. what do you recommend for that? Do you see teens? At- I do. I do. A lot of my clients now have their children coming in to see me, boys and girls. Um, so I do see a lot of teens. Generally, what's happening is, you know, there's a hormonal change in the body yeah, um, and overproduction in oil. The best way to control oil 
is two things. Salicylic acid. Salicylic acid, you find a lot in your face washes. You can get it in serum form, which is a a higher dosage. You'll find them in light moisturizers, never heavy moisturizers, Mm -hmm. because salicylic acid is always meant for people with oily skin. So salicylic acid actually draws the oil out from the skin. So if there's an overproduction, you're pulling that oil out trying to get it to an evil level. The other thing is water balances oil. So applying a hydrating serum is going to help even out the oil production as well. So on all my acne or acneic teen clients, Mm -hmm. I have them on a facial wash for salicylic acid or with salicylic acid. And um, I put them on a hydrating serum. I don't put them on any kind of moisturizers. I just put them on that hydrating serum, something with salicylic acid in it. That um, hydrating serum will help balance out that oil and it helps get their skin back to a normal state. Then they come in and see me usually about once a month. We do some steam and extractions so that we can just avoid having... Heavy breakouts. Heavy breakouts, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of people asking questions about microdermabrasion. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Microdermabrasion is a mechanical form of exfoliation for the skin. So when I say exfoliation, there's different types. There's your mechanical, there's your chemical, um, and topical. What's that, what that is doing in exfoliation is tape, taking off the top layers of the epidermis. There's many layers to our skin. Those few top layers of the epidermis are all dead skin cells. Yeah. Um, microdermabrasion is one version of exfoliation that we can use to take off those top layers of the epidermis to get down to newer skin that is healthier, that can absorb products better, that has less imperfections, etc. So microdermabrasion, there's a few different types of machines. We have one that has tiny diamond crystals on the tip, and that is what is used to exfoliate that top layer. Then there's also suction that is used to help pull up the debris from the skin. It's a great service, great for men that have thicker skin. Guys are listening to this. I don't know why guys sometimes disregard skincare. It's so yeah. important. We for... do have a pretty large male clientele That's as well. Great. And microderm with a light chemical peel is one of the most common services for men. Oh, and I bet it feels so good yeah. too. Yeah, and great for their beards and Ingrown hairs yep, and yep. all of that stuff besides the anti-aging end of it. Men mm-hmm. want to look young too, stay looking young and right. keep their skin looking healthy. Right. But yeah, so microderm is not for everyone. People who have rosacea, sensitive skin, those patients, I have them look more towards a chemical exfoliation, so a chemical peel. And there are many different levels of chemical peels. There's very light ones that create absolutely no downtime. So you don't have to worry about being red or um, having lots of visible peeling. Which is a concern Mm -hmm. for people, especially if they're going to make an appointment and then they have to maybe go somewhere later that evening. Yep. Or have an event or. Yep. But we call those lunchtime peels, meaning you can come in. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like you're actually talking about fruit. It's a lunchtime peel. (laughs) You can come in during your lunch hour, have a light chemical peel done and go back to work and no one's going to know. Which is totally winning because, yeah, we're mm-hmm. busy. We want to just get in and out. Yep. What are some of the other services that you do offer at um, Bear Beauty Skin Med Spa for people that are interested? On our medical end, we do chemical peels, microdermabrasion, dermaplaning, lasers, intense pulse light, which deals with pigmentation in the skin, superficial vascular, things like that. On the spa end, we do lash extensions, waxing, facials, but they still more on a clinical end than on a spa end. 
we do lash tinting, brow tinting. Well, we talked in the last podcast, too, about microblading. Microblading, yes. Microblading is one of our real hot services right now. That's still something I need to Mm -hmm. get to you and get done. I'm so interested in it, and I feel like it would save so much time when it comes to not having to, like, Uh, fill in eyebrows and everything like that. Oh, yeah. I was in a rush to get here this morning, and I did not have to fill out my eyebrows. It was great. And they look great. (laughs) You look look great. But that really is a popular thing that people are... And it's great, too, if you're going on vacation and you're swimming or you're in the ocean and you don't you want to look done but one question i have about that um so a friend of mine was telling me that if i was to get it done she's like they're they're gonna fill it in and almost move the shape of your eyebrows completely is that true no i didn't think so i mean because you don't want us to not look like us no we want to follow your natural growth of your your brow yeah we just want to make it look fuller and more groomed and perfected where there's areas that maybe you don't have enough hair or, you know, you have over tweezed and it doesn't grow anymore. Right. Right. Um, so no, we don't create a new brow for you. We're complementing the brow you already have. Well and said. Perfecting it. What is the downtime for that? It's so minimal. I, it's like one week, one week, but it doesn't even, it's not visible downtime to other people. So after you mean you one have week, it, yeah, what happens in that week? So after you have the procedure done, you have to keep a balm on top of it for one week. You don't want it to become dry. It's going to go through a healing process. So for one week, you're putting a balm on top of it just to keep it hydrated. And that's really all the downtime there is. Yeah, and so you can plan ahead. Yeah. Maybe it's a day where you don't have to go to an event or... Yeah, I don't don't think you'd want to go somewhere the same day you have it done, but you definitely could the next day. Right. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great to know. Stacey, quickly, let's just tie a little bow on this when it comes to products and skincare. Are there any ingredients that if people listening to this want to go home, run into their bathroom and look at their products, what are some of the the ingredients they should avoid? Like, what are some of the bad things to have? Is there anything like that that people may still have in skincare that it's like, you don't want to mess with that or don't? Mineral oil. So really, that's a bad thing. Mineral oil, anything that has formaldehyde in it. And believe me, there are you serious? Mm-hmm. Who is still able to sell that? Mm-hmm. I guess we can't name names. No, no, I won't say it. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, um, don't you don't want that. I feel like yeah. that's a no-brainer, but I don't even know if a lot of people look at the ingredients in their products. Obviously, a lot of people are looking for products without parabens, and and they do exist. Yeah. Um, so I think everyone's looking for something to put healthier on their skin. And yes, there are some products out there that have ingredients that do still have them in there. So it, it is important to ask questions from where you're purchasing the product. Go online. There's so much information online. I still go online. When, really? when someone comes to me and says, these are the products I'm using, I'm not familiar with every skincare line. So I'll go online and I'll, I'll do my research and look up all the ingredients. They're there. You can find them. That's a smart thing for you to mention from people that before they go and make an appointment, because they will ask you what are you using know what you're using because it will help the person that's working on your skin to give you better advice of maybe which route you should go i actually any new client i have for skincare i have them bring in everything they're using including their makeup really Mm -hmm. yeah because that's on your skin and it's going into your pores Stacy, love having you back on the podcast. Oh, Again, you. it's Stacy Matusak who owns Bear Beauty Skin Med Spa in Milwaukee. You're accepting new clients. Of course. So book an appointment. I mean, the holidays are coming up. This is always a time where you maybe catch up with old friends and family. You want to mm-hmm. look good and feel your best. Visit Stacy and her team. And once again, you do offer those free consultations, right? Yes, we do. Free consultations. We're open Monday through Saturday. We do have late hours, weekend hours, um, and the consultations are for 30 minutes. So we 
can go over a lot of information in that time. Absolutely. It's barebeautyskin.com, which will link up at 991themix.com. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you so much for having me. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.